the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Tuesday night, Tuesday night, 605 New York City. Spring is kind of here. Busted out with a red fedora today. I went with the navy blue suit and the, the I get cordovan shoes. But I'm like, I have like, a, it's not red, it's like a maroon hat, but... Trying to like push the season a little bit, like let's make it into spring. You know, you got to be careful when you're on trial. How you're gonna, you know, dress up and and you know look toward the to the jury because you want them to count on you and rely on you, and you don't want to seem like you're too much of a nut job. Um, where or where art thou, Joan Pelzer? Here I am. I'm on trial. I'm asking her to help me out. She sends me all of this material, and then I call her. I call Joan Pelzer, and what do I get? That's correct. That's her. That is when. That is her voicemail when you answer it. Matt, do it again. You call it. Rings and rings. And what did she get? So, uh, in lieu of Joan not being here and able to assist me, she's off doing great things on her own, as she should be, because she's been a tremendous help for me over the last four months. Um, I have been able to uh, lean on my man Sam Bellino a little bit, and we have special guests in the studio today. Uh, who just happens to be here so that he can get a ride back home to Brooklyn where he lives. <laughs> the, the great one, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Author Idala Power Hour, Mr. Joseph Sibili. Oh, thank you, Arthur. Thank you. Oh, what a great audience you have. I don't know how you fit them all in here. So I was, I was pretty busy in the courthouse today, so I needed to do a little delegation. And when I saw Sibili, I said, Joe, you know, I, I know you guys covered this a little bit on Piscopo in the morning. Could you tell me a little bit about what's going on with people dying on vacation uh, in the Caribbean. So without further ado, an update on these poor, poor people. These families must be devastated. You, 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 I know people are celebrating their wedding anniversary. They're on this, it was on a cruise or on a, no, it was on a um, It was at a Sandals resort. resort in the Bahamas. So there, were, uh, there, there was one couple from Tennessee. There was another couple, and I believe their son from Florida, who were staying there. And uh, the patriarch of that family uh, passed away, sadly. His son is okay. He was unharmed. His wife is in the intensive care unit. She's got rashes all over her body. And then the couple from Tennessee, unfortunately, passed away. So there's been three casualties from this resort. And one person's sick, real sick. And one person, yeah, one person's in the hospital. So the theory that is going around is potentially this may have been caused by some kind of a leak from the air conditioner of a toxic right. chemical. That's what I heard. That may have uh, caused this. That the 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 woman who survived woke up. Uh, she was paralyzed. She couldn't move. So it's a scary thing to think that you're going away someplace where you expect uh, 
this resort, this high-end resort, to be well-maintained, a well-oiled machine, if you will. And then, you know, you come to find out that there could be, you know, problems, faulty machinery in the room. So it's it's a frightening thing, which well, makes you me know, not want to go away. The thing <laughs> is, is it's weird how I automatically thought that it was a cruise ship. Well, I don't know if that's because it was like one of those all-inclusive yeah, resorts. Yeah, yeah, Or because we keep hearing about so many things happening on cruise ships. Oh, yeah. Over the past are, few years, I feel like you always hear about these horrible cruise stories. Now, I've, I've either, uh, Matt or, or Joe, have you, either of you ever been on a cruise? I love I have not. Oh, I have not either. I All right, really ladies and gentlemen, here we are in the Idola Power Hour. We have an expert in cruise ships because I, I, you know, I know my buddy Mike Pesci. Uh, you know, he goes sailing on a sailboat like Geraldo does, where you're like, you know, pulling string, pulling cords and ropes to make sure you're going in the right direction, and you know, you're eating what you catch. I don't think that's the kind of cruise ship you're talking about. No, no, absolutely not. I, right. I've been on some major cruise lines, multiple cruises. Uh, I think it's just a great way to travel. It's convenient. You meet people that you probably would never meet. It stops at all these great port of calls, and it's just very convenient. Where have you been? Off the uh, I've been head. to Bermuda, Bahamas. I've never been to Bermuda. Uh, I'd love Haiti to go. at one point. Haiti, oh, nice. yeah. Did some you kayaking know, in Haiti. Uh, to your nice. point about meeting people that you never meet, my parents, the last cruise they went on a couple of years ago to Bermuda, they befriended this one family on the cruise, and they became so friendly that, that later in the summer, we went to their house in New Jersey, and we all had dinner there Listen, with the family and I, all their friends. I love it. I um, I would love to go on a cruise. The only issue is... Isn't it like food everywhere all the time kind of thing? Yeah, but I mean, you eat to your heart's content. You, yeah, you're not, that's, that's the, the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> and and I have I have no problem admitting, and I suffered with it this weekend uh, on Mother's Day, when there's like an all you can eat buffet. It's just something inside of me. I don't know if it was the way I was raised with my parents from that World War II generation, but like I have to eat as much as possible. My wife gave me a hard time on Mother's Day because I reached into, I think, Arthur's plate or my niece Madison's plate because they had some leftover food, like a piece of bacon. And she's like, what are you eating their bacon for? I go, I don't want it to go to waste. She goes, there's a whole buffet in there that's going to go to waste, Arthur. So maybe you should just eat the whole buffet. I'm like, it's not actually a bad idea. Um, it's just buckets of food everywhere yeah, right. on, on a cruise. Yeah, that's it's fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, anyone who knows what Matt Sambolin looks like, you can you can uh, figure that. I'm sure. Wow, <laughs> sorry, wow. sorry. Uh, no, but I would I would love to go on a cruise. I just think at this point, uh, if I suggested that to Marianne, unfortunately, cruises have gotten such a bad rap um, that I, you know I I don't think she'd be jumping up and down. Uh, I know my buddy Geraldo. Uh, he went on a cruise, I think for like his birthday three or four years ago. And, you know, he's such a celebrity that people, oh, he went on a Disney cruise that people were swarming him. And he said, I went to the only place where I could take refuge on the cruise. I said, where's that? The fitness center. Probably. The gym. Yeah. You got it. The gym. He goes, no, but look, I'm looking at the TV, celebrity cruises. Um, yeah. He goes, nobody goes to the fitness center. They're all upstairs eating and drinking. So it is something I would like to put on my list. I, our heart breaks for these people who are on vacation. Uh, in this resort, and then they're dead. I mean, that's again. Could you imagine your parents, your family members, your siblings? Uh, they're all excited to go. I mean, Danita, my secretary, she takes her trip every year to either um, St. Martin or Jamaica. She always does at least a week in in the Caribbean, and to go to one of these. And this Sibelia, this was like a like a known. Yeah, it was. Like, it was like, a Sandals resort. Sandals, was, right? Yeah, it was. A, you know, you would think you go this place. You're going to be safe. safe. You're not going to have any problems. You're not going to get sick. And unfortunately, you know, things like this can happen, you know, if, uh, you know, the things aren't up to code, if things aren't repaired. So it's it's a scary thing, needless to say. Well, and uh, tragic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Mario Batali. Yesterday we talked about him going on trial, and he waived a jury. And let me tell you, as someone who is currently on trial, uh, tomorrow I'm giving my closing argument. But um, and hats off to my partner Mike Jacarino, who did just a spectacular job in court today. Really, really like impressively spectacular. Um, when there's no jury, things go a lot faster. Uh, so they waived the jury in the Batali trial and went right in front. And so yesterday they were supposed to pick a jury, which could take two or three days, sometimes even longer, especially when you have someone of, of his caliber of celebrity. Like when I picked the Lawrence Taylor trial jury, it took a long time. And there were only six jurors there um, because of the nature of the charges. But once you go in and say we're waiving a jury, like everything gets streamlined. So it started yesterday morning and today the judge issued a decision and said, even though that wasn't a glorious night for him, the night in question, it's nothing that he should be proud of. It also didn't arise to the level of criminality. And he is cleared and he can go home tonight, make himself a plate of pasta and uh, go to sleep without having to worry about not sleeping in his own bed. There are still civil charges pending, so he may have to pay some money. If you guys remember the L.J. Simpson case, he was cleared in the uh, criminal case, but in the civil case, he was found liable and he owes all this money. And I don't think the Goldman's have gotten a nickel of that money because he's effectively uh, done a good job in, in hiding his money. There is a big, big birthday. You know, um, my buddy Sam Bolin here, he gives me the celebrity birthdays uh, all the time. Now, it would have been uh, Fred Astaire's birthday. He would have been 123 years old. And that was a one talented cat, man. But in my... Um, my Mount Rushmore of music, so the four faces that I would put on my Mount Rushmore when it comes to music, the this man is, uh, uh, his face would be up there, and he just did something very special for people in Ukraine. Uh, Sam Bellino, I will defer to your DJ talents. Tell us <laughs> what, what this man, who, who it is, whose birthday it is, and so what he did. So ha- happy birthday to uh, Bono of U2, frontman for U2. Him and The Edge, guitar player for U2, actually did a great thing on Sunday. They performed in a train station in the Ukraine. This was at the request of President Zelensky, who put, he made out a massive appeal uh, at the Grammy Awards. He put out a video statement asking artists to come forward and, and help out and help bring Just awareness bring some to Ukraine. Joy and bring yep. some joy. And they performed at a train station. They did a, bu- a bunch of songs. It's, it's all over social media. And just a, a great, great thing from this great band. So, uh, and you two and Bono have been doing great things um, for, for years. He's 62 years old. At least that's not too old. Um, so we got some great guests coming up for us that uh, even though the non-present uh, and non-available Joan Pelzer is not here, she did line up some uh, wonderful guests we are going to talk. We're going to go into Jersey. We're going to do a little bit about Jersey. We're going to talk to John Wisniewski. Uh, he was in the state assembly. We're going to talk a little bit about marriage of hooky with him and a little bit about Jersey politics and, and what kids learn in school regarding sex, sex education. And then uh, after the bottom of the hour, we're going to talk to Michael Ragusa, otherwise known as Mikey Ragu. Uh, he had a great interview with Andrew Giuliani the other day. Um, and we're going to talk a little Italian stuff with him and have a little bit of fun. And then at the end of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about horse racing. So we are going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. Listen to some U2. So, 
Connors and Sullivan. I love that song. That's one by U2. One. I asked Sam Bowling for an all U2 day today. I hope uh, those of you non-U2ers don't give me a hard time. But you know when I was hanging with U2 in their very first album, which was either October or War. Oh boy, I should know. It's one of those three. But I'm, I'm talking about the early 80s. Sam Bowling, when we come back, could you tell me what their first album was? My boy Glenn right now would be so disappointed. Um, so do you remember when you were a teenager? <laughs> for my dad that was 70 years ago how did that happen um, you know you thought you were invincible you were in the Fordham Baldies or, uh, or one of those gangs down there in Brooklyn uh, the Bure Avenue something else uh, you were a tough guy you know you wore your collar up uh, you had zip guns things like that and uh, you were healthy you think that hey I'm never going to get sick I'm never going to need a power of attorney I'm never going to need a healthcare proxy well, you were wrong then back in the 1950s, and you're wrong now in the 2022 era. You do need to be prepared if something happens, and the time to prepare is now. You don't want the courts getting involved. You don't want probate getting involved. You don't want other people making choices for you, whether it's regarding your health or regarding your finances. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. What do you do to get that done? You call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They've been doing this for 40 years. They know this stuff inside and out. They will help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. So a free for a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. The Kevin McCullough Show will be broadcasting live from Holland Christian Home on Tuesday, May 17th from 3 until 4 p.m. Holland Christian Home is a safe senior home for mom and dad or you. Free tours, cookies, prizes, and giveaways. HCHNJ.org. Meet Kevin McCullough live and in person on Tuesday, May 17th. Holland Christian Home has on-site medical care, respite care, and flex fee payment care. See and hear Kevin McCullough live at Holland Christian Home in North Haleden, New Jersey on Tuesday, May 17th. HCHNJ.org. Free tours, prizes, and giveaways. Call Charlotte at 973-807-3245. Residential living or permanent counting care with social activities, delicious meals, and daily chapel. Holland Christian Home is a place of love and kindness and founded more than 126 years ago. Call Charlotte at 973-807-3245. HCHNJ.org. Kevin McCullough live and in person on Tuesday, May 17th. See you Tuesday. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. 
Great one. And by the way, the first album was Boy, B-O-Y. Um, and I, um, I'm i looking at the TV and they're showing uh, Mayor Adams. And, you know, he wears this collar bar, I think is what you call it. And I know uh, that was big in the 50s. Sebelia, are you hip to the whole collar bar situation? That, you know, oh, do you mean the, the tab collar? The one where the, there's a bar. Oh, the gold. The oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, that was uh, like a... I don't know if Sinatra sported one of those, but it was like a 50s thing. Oh, yeah, he sure. did. Yeah, that was definitely a, a high-end, classy thing to do. If you so, to and I know my dad used to do it. I think I have some of his collar bars, maybe even some of my granddad's. Uh, do you think Eric Adams will be successful in bringing that back as a fashion... Uh, we can only hope uh, he can, but I'm still waiting to watch things like the Oscars. People come out in white tie and tails like Fred Astaire, but... You know, my hopes have been dashed. We're not many there times. yet. We're no, not, not yet. Not quite. We're not there not yet. Quite. All right. Well, we're going to get there. Um, we're going to get there now with our next guest, who is no stranger to New Jersey, no stranger to New Jersey politics. He is the former New Jersey state legislature. He was a legislator. He was a candidate for governor in 2017, and uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit about the state of affairs. I mean, he was uh, he was someone who looked into pretty heavily. Governor Chris Christie's closure of several lanes of the George Washington Bridge in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Uh, and he's one, a man who's always called upon for his insight and analysis of local city and state issues here in the great state of New Jersey, the state of jo- that Joe Piscopo and Bruce Springsteen together made famous. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to AM 970 The Answer, John Wisniewski. Hello, John. How are you, sir? Good afternoon. Thanks a lot. Appreciate the opportunity to be on with you. Thank you. Is it true that Joe Piscopo made New Jersey famous? I'm just. I'm, is he, did he put them on the map? I thought Thomas Edison made New Jersey famous. Oh, oh, oh well, yeah. I mean, I get them mixed up all the time. Edison, Piscopo. And it's hard. They're, they're, you, you never see them both in the same room at the same time. But all I know is that I don't think Edison played as many instruments as Joe Piscopo plays. That's all I'm saying. I, I'll just. You could just leave that out there, John. No, you're right. He invented more, but he didn't play them. <laughs> exactly. So I, I would like to address an issue that, that New Jersey is a little bit ahead of us on here in New York. And the issue is cannabis, uh, otherwise known as marijuana, uh, weed, pot, grass, dope, whatever you want to call it. H- how's the rollout been in the state of New Jersey regarding cannabis? I think that, well, first of all, it was delayed an incredibly long period of time because they had difficulty appointing the regulatory board, and then the regulatory board had difficulty issuing the rules. But now that they've gotten the rules out, uh, I think that it's going as best as can be expected. Uh, it, we had a hard time in New Jersey getting the legislation across the finish line, which is why it had to go on the ballot as a constitutional amendment because there were a number of legislators who, uh, you know, otherwise liberal, but had uh, concerns about the impact. And so it, it couldn't get done legislatively. So it was done as a constitutional amendment. But when you say it's going, you know, the, the sale of marijuana is going as smoothly as, you know, like, what is that, like, if it's going well, like, what exactly does that mean? Does that mean it, Well, you know, I mean, so, so it means that... Um, the uh, 
the, the sales, I mean, the revenue that's being generated is, is, is greater than expected. But as in anything, look, I spent 22 years in the legislature, and there's always the law of unintended consequences. And, you know, when you write regulations, uh, thinking about something that hasn't happened yet, and you're empowered to make your best guess, uh, you know, there's always going to be uh, kinks in the system that have to be worked out. Some people call it, you know, the Full Employment Act for regulators, so that they always have something to do. But um, I think that New Jersey can be a model for other states. I mean, forget about our inability to get it done quickly, but the, the fact that once we got it done, I think it's it's uh, it's a pretty decent system. You know, when you when you talk about legislators putting together laws that could have unintended consequences and kind of looking towards uh, the future and what could unravel. Think about 200 and almost 50 years ago, uh, the forefathers of this country putting together, you know, besides the Declaration of Independence, but the Constitution and how big their brains must have been and the brain power in that room to anticipate all the things that would be coming down the pipe uh, it, it, you know, from well, from from the topics that are in the news right now, which maybe they didn't put in the Constitution, to uh, you know, search and seizure and the death penalty and and uh, you know, all, all the other variable rights that that we have. They did a lot of good things. They left a lot of things undecided because they couldn't come to consensus. Uh, slavery being one of them, and so um, you know, they, they get high marks for. Um, being perhaps, you know, the, the best of a group of people in any generation to form a, a government in a country, but uh, they weren't perfect and they certainly weren't gods. No, listen, no, if you look at the Renaissance era, right, the Renaissance era in world history was a spectacular era. But what the words you just said, you could say the exact same thing between Michelangelo and Da Vinci and Raffaello and, and you know, they weren't, they weren't perfect, they weren't gods, but for that period, and you could go back and you could talk about Plato and Aristotle and Socrates, and you could say the exact same thing about them. So now we're going to, on, on AM 970, we're going from Aristotle and Socrates, we're going to marijuana, weed. How about gambling? How's gambling doing in New Jersey? Well, New Jersey had a dip for a while. Um, there was a point in time where I believe it was three casinos closed in Atlantic City. Uh, the revenue was declining, and the state depends uh, in part uh, for that casino revenue because of certain funding allocations made in the budget. And so there were some tough times there. And, and not to mention, you know, there are thousands upon thousands of people in the southern part of the state that depend on the casino industry for employment. Uh, that seems to have the, the decline has stopped. Uh, the, a couple of the casinos have uh, reopened, but we are still below in the state. Uh, the number of casinos that we had at the height. Uh, the market was probably oversaturated. Uh, there, there were some mistakes made, in my opinion, when they introduced casino gambling uh, 40 years ago, maybe even longer, 50 years ago in New Jersey. You have to have uh, a very large hotel to have a casino. That requires an enormous amount of money. Right. And uh, it, it, it keeps small players out of the market. And so... There are no mom-and-pop casinos in Atlantic City. There are no, you know, a bunch of guys getting together to create a casino. It's all hedge fund money and Wall Street money that comes down and opens casinos. And uh, I think it excludes uh, a lot of entrepreneurs who would want to get into that market. So I have about three minutes. There's two topics I want to cover with you. One is uh, 
in a minute or less, give me a state of the union on Atlantic City. Atlantic City uh, was served its purpose in terms of the casino gambling legislation to revitalize a city that was on the decline. Uh, but I think we need to take it to the next step. We need to incentivize smaller operators to come in uh, so that the center part of the city can get revitalized. We just don't want to build casinos on the ocean. We want to have casinos right in the center of town. We want to have it north and south all over and, and the additional jobs that will come from that. But why, when everyone now could gamble on their phone anywhere, what's, what's the draw? What's the allure? Is it just the vibe of it, you know, of being at the craps table? Well, I think there's a big vibe in being at the craps table or being at a blackjack table. Look, there are people who do everything on their phone their entire life. You, you can't even have a conversation with them because they have their face plastered into the phone. And, you know, God bless if that's what they want to do. But I, I do think that there are people who want to go out and they want to have a gambling experience, a dining experience, an entertainment experience. And if you create some smaller uh, venues, you're going to make it more affordable. You're going to attract more visitors. You also have to fix the transportation system that gets people into Atlantic City. You can't get there by rail. It's hard to get there by bus. We need to do a better job in the state of opening up that city to mass transit. We've got an international airport, but it's hard to get from the airport down to Atlantic City, uh, and that needs to be improved. All right, so we're talking to uh, John Wisniewski, and uh, he's a, he was a candidate for governor in New Jersey. Um, I believe you you lost in the primary, correct, to Phil Murphy? Is that accurate? I lost. That's Yes, that, that's that's why uh, I don't have a secret. I don't have a state police detail. Okay, uh, <laughs> he is a, a former New Jersey state legislator. Um, talk to me a little bit about what's going on with sex education in the schools uh, in New Jersey uh, in the Board of Education. They're going to put on this summer. They're going to put on uh, on the website something about what they are going to teach students about sexual orientation and gender and identity and anatomy, and then the parents are allowed to apparently. Uh, speak about it and interact and figure out how we're going to teach kids about sex. Uh, well, I mean, look, this this is an issue that's been overblown intentionally by people who want to score cheap political points on it. Uh, I get that parents are concerned, and what the the compromise that's been struck where districts are going to have to put their proposed curriculum on a website so that parents can read it and understand it in advance. And if they feel uncomfortable in some reason for religious or other reasons and they want to opt their children out, they're able to do it. Uh, but let's also remember that uh, one of the reasons we have a free public education system is to make sure that our children are being educated. Uh, and, you know, to suggest that we're going to educate and accept about this topic. Like somehow they're not going to find out on their own. They're not going to go to the Internet and do their but, own but looking. What, but what age are we talking about? Well, I think that the, uh, the spectrum starts at like uh, second grade, but it's age appropriate, right? So th th that's what I'm saying. The issue has been conflated where they're, they're taking a, an entire curriculum that deals with an entire school and saying, well, we're going to teach four-year-olds about this topic, and it's just not accurate. Uh, and these complicated issues are easy to get mixed up and get people upset, which is wrong. Uh, you know, this, the, the people who are deliberately stoking the fires here, they're doing it for one reason. They don't really care about what's happening in the schools. They care about the political points. That well, they I mean, uh, somebody, you know, I have a five-year-old son who's in kindergarten. Um, and 
I don't really know if when he's in second grade if I'm like really looking for anyone to be talking about anything having to do with sex, like at all, like not even the littlest thing. Like this is your pee pee and this is your coolie. Like yeah, but I don't think that's what they're talking about. But they're talking about make, making sure that people are accepting and respecting of people who are different. Um, and doing it in an age-appropriate way. So, you know, I don't think they're getting into uh, Gray's Anatomy in second grade and, and going through uh, the book. And, and I think that's why the schools are going to be providing an online version of what they're going to be teaching so that people can look at it on their own. And instead of in the, you know, the, the hue and cry of a Board of Ed meeting where people are making incendiary remarks, they can, mom and dad can take a look at it on their own and decide whether or not this curriculum is appropriate for their children. I, I would submit that after quiet reflection and looking at it on their own, they're going to say, oh, uh, okay, I get it. Um, but, uh, you know, that's All right, cool. listen, well, Assembly, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look and we'll see. And maybe you're right. Maybe it is much to do about nothing and, and maybe it's not. And I guess the voters and, and the parents will make a decision. Speaking of voters, as, I, as we sign off here uh, with former Assemblyman and candidate for governor, John Wisniewski, uh, is there uh, another run in, left in the year there, sir? Well, you never know what the future holds. Right now I'm enjoying my time practicing law. And uh, it's cool uh, being a lawyer, right? Involved. Isn't it? Isn't it cool being a lawyer? I I enjoy it. I always enjoyed it. I don't understand. I run it to our colleagues who uh, bemoan the fact that they practice law. I'm not sure I understand that, but I'm with so you. To each his to each his own. Well, we'll keep looking out for you. Thank you so much, and we appreciate you finding the time. You were very insightful, very knowledgeable. It's nice to have someone on the air with so much substance and knowledge to uh, educate our listeners. So I hope you come back on and uh, say hello to us whenever uh, you want to, or whenever we call upon you. Look forward to it. Thanks a lot. All Good right, talking to you. God bless. All right, so. There you go. We know what's going on in the state of New Jersey. A little gambling, a little cannabis, a little sex ed. Sibelia, did I miss uh, any particular topic? I um, think you, you touched on everything, including an issue that's important to me, transportation to Atlantic transportation City. Transportation to Atlantic City. Sibelia, who, who, what do you got queued up here? What do you got queued up? Oh. I'm, I'm sorry, Sam Bowen. With I, or without you. Oh, let's play it. Let's play it out. We'll be back. We're going to have uh, Mikey Ragusa on. We're going to have some fun talking to him. Don't go anywhere, but listen to a little With or Without You. It's fantastic. Twist of fate on a bed of nails, she makes me wait. And I wait without you, with or without you, with or without you. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary, subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pie Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pie Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. And with helpful representatives just a call away, it's easy to understand why Pi is rated excellent by customers on Trustpilot. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or go to trypie.com. That's T-R-Y-P-I-E dot com. 
With America in crisis and lies abounding everywhere, we thought it was a good time to provide the antidote. That's why this radio station partnered with the all-new Salem News Channel. All the hosts you've come to know and trust on this station are right there on TV. Same great lineup, only now you get to watch as well as listen. Download the app on your Apple or Android device. Watch us on Roku or on SalemNewsChannel.com. On the radio, we're right here. On TV, we're right there. SNC is the antidote to the mainstream media. Want more AM 970 The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM 970 The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM 970 The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flex Flexibility of third row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Here we are, 6.37 p.m., AM 970, The Answer. Um... Say, Bolin, I thought we were going all you two. I mean, I know at the bottom of the hour we could go stones, but you know. I mean, five, six songs is not enough? No, let's but go seven or eight. Enough is never enough, man. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Journey, right, crickets. Right. It's your show. Oh, it's it's our, our show, man. It's our, it's our law firm. It's our show. It's our household. It's Marianne's world. I just live in it. But uh, that happens to be my wife, for those of you who don't know. Um, we're going to have a fun like at last five minutes of the show, four minutes of the show. If you want to call in to participate, it's 877-970-2999. 877 um, Brady, Tom Brady already signed a deal for Fox News, Fox Sports. You know what he's getting? How, How much? much? I forget. I forget. Like three hundred and seventy-five million. That's dollars. insane. Thirty-seven million a year. He's in like Piscopo's range, right? I mean, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean a or, little less. Or Gatulo, or him, or Gatulo. <laughs> I don't know who gets the thirty-five mil, but uh, yeah. I mean, look, I I don't know. I haven't done any real deep research, but. I hope he and Giselle are, are really have an unbelievable foundation and do wonderful, wonderful things with that money. The way, the way that Michael Ragusa does wonderful things with the sauce, with the sauce. Mickey Ragu, you there? It's Arthur Idala. Uh, I am Artie. Thank you. I just want to let you know that it's an honor to be on a fellow Bay Original show. There you and go. To be a new, to be a new member of the Friars Club, the greatest club in the whole world. Oh, wow! I listen. Know we're gonna have a lot of fun. We we uh, you know that uh, our boy over here, Sibelia, is the uh, he's the the new host of the Friars Club podcast, which is yet to air. He's just building up a bunch of episodes before it hits the airways. Big launch. Big launch. It's probably gonna crash. Uh, you know whether it's. Uh, iHeart or Apple once once it comes live, but uh, Ragusa, talk to me first of all. You know the the, the phrase the phrase Bay Original. Uh, I got that from Pizza Wagon on Fifth Avenue and Eighty uh, Sixth Street. Is that where you're getting it from? 
Well, it's it's funny you said that because uh, my um, family friend, I don't know if you know him, he owns Brooklyn Firefly, uh, Mike McClear. They, he goes by Caves. He's you know, yes. famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he just like sold yeah. some crazy NFT or something like that. You know about right, this? Right, right. So, yes, of course. I So Michael has knew me since I was a kid. He's like, you know, like he's family to me. So uh, I thought he came up with the Bay original thing. And maybe Pizza Wagon stole that from him. I don't know. It's maybe. on Pizza Wagon's awning, and it's been there for a long time. Anybody, any, anyone who wants to get a real good piece of pizza in Brooklyn, New York, it is worth the trip. Thank you. It is worth the trip to Fifth Avenue between 86th Street and 87th Street uh, in Bay Ridge. They stay open until like 2 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, they have an excellent your regular old slice is spectacular, mm-hmm. and they have a and they're Sicilian is spectacular. It's not like the L&B Sicilian that has the cheese on the bottom and the sauce on top. It's the traditional sauce and then the cheese. And but literally, as I'm speaking, my mouth is is watering about this. Wait, uh, but Artie, I have a, I have a download spot for you in Bay Ridge. I'm not sure if you know about it. All right, shh. Go ahead, say it quiet. Go ahead. It's on the DL. Uh, I got to tell you, everybody can know. It's called Espresso. It's on. 94th and 5th, right outside the subway station, the R train. Yeah, I saw it. Tony, it's, a, it's a little place, it's a, right? It's small. It's the best plain slice you'll have. I'm telling you, I knew Tony since I was five years old. When I was on Fort Hampton Parkway, he had this place called Landy's. He sold it to somebody else. Then he moved around the corner. This, 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 this His plain slice is off the charts. All right. You got to uh, go hey, try it. I'm all right. Well, listen, I, I'm sitting here with two guys from Bay Ridge, Sibelia and, and Sam Bolin. So it's not going to be hard to lure any of them to a pizza spot. And since we're on Bay Ridge, real quick, there's another place I walked into the other day. And the owners, who I didn't realize were the owners, came over and they had recognized me from around the way. And it's called Rocco's Pasticceria. Um, it's right across mm. from St. Patrick's uh, Church on uh 4th Avenue and it is really 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 uh a, a great spot to to go in and grab a bite to eat but talk to me you know you were you had Andrew Giuliani on yesterday and i think it was was it yesterday or the day before it was uh sunday i had him on my podcast which is called the sunday sauce podcast there you go and talk to me T- tell me what tell me what that experience was like well um i actually know andrew uh prior to the podcast we met a couple times and let me tell you something. He is literally a genuine guy. Uh, you know, obviously he's Rudy Giuliani's son, and Rudy turned this city around. And when it was horrible, which is unfortunately it's going back to what it used to be. But um, Andrew is a truly genuine guy. He truly cares about New Yorkers, all New Yorkers. Um, you know, he's disgusted by what's going on in the city and the state, the corruption at all levels. And, um, you know, I'm really happy to see that he got on the ballot. You know, it, in the beginning, he it looked like he really wasn't going to get on. But uh, late March, he got on. And um, he's like a really nice guy. And uh, I told him I see him all over the city. I see his people because uh, I'm part of the New York Young Republican Club. So I see all his people. They're always coming to our events. And I never see Lee Zeldin ever coming out to our events or sending his people. So, you know, they're very different. They have very different personalities. I've had them both on the show. I'll have them both on again. Uh, I don't think it's a a reach to say that Andrew Giuliani is more personable than Lee Zeldin. So tell us real quick before we have to go, Mr. Ragusa, if people want to listen to your podcast, how do they get that done? They just go to the Sunday sauce.com and all the links are there for every streaming service. 
that you can think of. I have everything and my Instagram, all that stuff. That's how you get it. You are a brave man in Brooklyn, New York, to be the head of the New York Young Republican Club. You know, there ain't too many. What the head? I'm not the head. I'm not the head. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Well, you I want to be the head, right? I'm upset. I'm just a member. Oh, maybe I'll be the head sometimes. But Mike, I who do, is the head? Uh, who is the, the Italian caucus. Who is the, te- who is the head? Of the New York Young Republican. The head is uh, Gavin Wax. I don't know if you ever met him before. No, nah, I don't hang out with too many guys named Gavin, you know? I like to stay around Angelo's, <laughs> Giuseppe, you know, <laughs> Giovanni. Wait, wait. But, but actually, actually, Gavin is Italian. He's an Italian Jew, so... Hey, it's like my man Sam Bellino <laughs> over here. My producer, that yeah. my man who makes it all happen every day. Yeah. All right, Ragusa, keep yeah. up the great work, and I'll see you over and out. We got to go uh, to Espresso and get a uh, good piece of pizza. Anytime, Audie. Thank you. All right. Thank keep you. up the great work. So you got everyone here on the Idola Power Hour. Uh, you know, we have assemblymen and governors and, and then oh, oh, gov- candidates for governors. And then we got Mr. Ragusa, who's interviewing candidates for governors and telling you the best places to go eat. Uh, what tune we got here, Symbol? Beautiful day. Oh, this is a great tune. This is, this is uh, I think the album came out before 9-11, but U2 was so awesome after 9-11 they did a concert in. Um, give me a little volume on that, my man. They um, they did a concert at Madison Square Garden that was already planned. Uh, I believe it was already planned. Uh, it was like in October of 2001, and in the m- middle of the show, on the back wall, they put up all the names of everyone that was lo- that were lost. Uh, and they were wonderful. And Bono, I remember speaking, and he said, you know. We're from Ireland. We travel all over the world. But I have to tell you, our hearts are always in New York. New York is a special place, and we love it here, and our hearts break for you. He was, he was just wonderful. The show was so good. I went with my buddy Bill Santo. I went back and bought more tickets, and uh, I went back with friends after that. They're just, I'm a big YouTube fan. you guys figure it out? All right, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about sports. Tom Brady, Kentucky Derby, the Yankees, and anything you want to talk about, just give us a quick call, 877-970-2999. Be right back. See the world in green and blue. See China right in front of you. See the canyons broken by cloud. See the tuna fleets clearing the sea out. See the the Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Well, it's finally happened. The Fed is realizing the dire straits our economy is in thanks to our loose monetary policy. Apparently, you can't just spend trillions every year with no repercussions. Now to play catch-up, the Fed has been raising rates and plans to seven times this year. You're already starting to see those ripple effects in the housing market as people's buying power diminishes. Have you considered what could happen in the stock market if our economy stalls out? Don't wait till that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. 
Text Carl to 989898 for a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Join the thousands of happy Birch Gold customers with countless five-star reviews and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. I trust the professionals at Birch Gold. Text Carl to 989898 and secure the gains you've made while you can. Paragon Tap and Table is one of my favorite places to dine. You can usually find me in there at least once a week, chowing down while enjoying one of their 20 great local craft beers on tap. Join me Thursday, June 16th at 7 p.m. for a beer and food pairing dinner with beer selected from Twin Elephant Brewing that will match up wonderfully with the cuisine. You'll be able to chat with the brewer and myself during the courses of dinner. For more details on the dinner and to purchase tickets, call Paragon at 732-931-1776. For more info on Paragon, head to their website, ParagonNJ.com. Paragon on Tap and Table, 77 Central Avenue in Clark, New Jersey. I hope to see you on Thursday, June 16th. Do one thing this year that changes you forever. Something extraordinary. A bucket list experience with years of memories packed into 10 invigorating days. Join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza in Israel this November. We'll visit over 40 iconic places right from scripture and history. Reserve your spot today when you visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, or call 855-565-5519. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to DaybreakInsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's DaybreakInsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's DaybreakInsider.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. There's been a lot of talk about this next song. Maybe, maybe too much talk. This song is not a rebel song. This song is Someday, Bloody Someday. Besides loving the song, it's one of their first songs. It goes back in the day. But in 1984, the summer of 84, I was lucky enough to be sent to Florence, Italy, against my will. I went kicking and screaming. Um, and I guess I must have packed, like, a little radio. Think about that. I'm going cross-country and in my suitcase for, like, six, seven weeks. And in my suitcase, I picked a little radio. I packed a little radio that had a tape player in it. And it had the... The tape, CDs did not exist. Well, they didn't exist. They existed if you had like $18,000 to buy a CD player. 
but I bought a cassette tape of uh, Under a Blood Red Sky by U2. And Doug Jabbar was my roommate, and uh, Thierry Venturas uh, from, he was Greece, but he lived in and still lives in Switzerland, speaks seven languages. I had this album on a bazillion times, uh, and I absolutely, so when I hear the song, it makes me, brings me back to that time in my life, which was spectacular. It's about to be 40 years, which is unbelievable. Um, but uh, you two, if you guys want to know, the, uh, the, the Mount Rushmore goes in no particular order. Sinatra, Mick Jagger, Bono, and Bruce Springsteen. Those are my four my four faces that if I look at my playlists and which songs I play the most, those were the ones. Those are those, those are the artists that would probably get played the most. So uh, Sibelia is thinking about going back to college, <laughs> and he showed me the um, some of the classes that are being offered in some of the U.S. institutions, colleges across our country. Number one, introduction to surfing. Number I'll be a shoo for that. <laughs> number two, nature of our society, Beyonce and intersectionality. Okay, figure that one out yourself. Number three, <laughs> this is for Sam Bolin, tree climbing. Oh, that's right up my alley. This course taught at Cornell, Cornell University in upstate New York is for the kid at heart, maybe even Tarzan himself. Yeah, number four is for you. Arguing with Judge Judy, popular logic on TV judge shows. Number five, this is for, let's fill in the blank, Nip Tuck Perm, Pierce Tattoo Embalm, Adventures with Embodied Cultures. Number six, Harry Potter, Understanding Good and Evil. Evil. Number seven, Going Viral. Uh, let's see, Cow to Cone, Learn the Ins and Outs of Ice Cream Manufacturing at Penn State University. Number 10, Clap for credit, a.k.a. Music 113. A round of applause. The one credit class, officially known as Music 113, music in performance, is offered at the University of Wisconsin. Students can take the class as many as three times. Wow. That's, <laughs> Why pay, would you need to take it three you times? You pay for that. I like this next one. Failure. Trying for a career in the arts often means learning how to fail. So the course teaches you how to fail. It includes case studies on Britney Spears, 2000s Meltdown, Kanye West, award sh- con- con- yeah, you want to say that? Kanye word? West. Thank you. Award show speeches and William Hung's American Idol 2004. Yeah, keep in mind, he's no big failure because I paid for a cameo for him. So he's succeeded okay, somehow. I got you. How about number 12, Lady Gaga and the Sociology of Fame. I actually like that. Um... Number 14, How the Simpsons Saved American Literature. That's at Hofstra University. And for four credits, students at this university study the origin of serial killers, including people like Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy, and exactly what makes their gruesome acts so fascinating. All right, Sibelia, you can tell me which, uh, which course you want to take. This is what you pay for in school. Uh, my but my nephew Joseph Hassan, uh, he's got so many credits that in his senior year at Villanova, he doesn't really need to kill himself. So I do know that he's going to be taking yoga oh. as a credited class. So let us. I I want to talk about. Uh, I mentioned it yesterday. I asked Sam Bellino to pull the clip. I'm not a big horse racing guy at all in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I just happened to remember that the Kentucky Derby was on. I happen to know who the the favorite was, 
who Eclipse, I think, was the favorite, right? I don't even remember. But I want you to listen to this call because this is so exciting. You're not going to hear the name of the winning horse until seconds before the end of the race. Take it away. The piece continues to be hot. Zozos is next after three quarters in one minute, ten and four foot seconds. And now Epicenter comes splitting horses and is moving up quickly as Crown Pride so Epicenter takes the was lead the around favorite. the far turn. It is Crown Pride battling with Messier. They're stride for stride. Epicenter and Zozos in behind them. Cybernet swings up on the outside. Sandon gets the rail run and they're into the stretch. And it's Messier, Crown Pride, and Epicenter is coming up on the outside, Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandon is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandon, these two, strive for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter, Sandon, great strike is coming up on the inside. Oh my goodness, the longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rich Strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. I mean, that was fun. I mean, you you don't have to be a sports fan. Like, my mom could watch that. Anybody could watch that. Little Arthur, who's five years old, could watch that. I mean, it was just so fun. It was so exhilarating. Um as I said, I, I forgot that it was even the Kentucky Derby. I was I had worked a little bit in the garden, but I needed to work on the case. So I, I'm sitting at the table. I'm like, oh, yeah, the Kentucky Derby's on. You know, I kind of think of excuses to stop working every once in a while. It still had like 20 minutes of programming before the race went off. I heard about uh, who the favorite was. And it, sure enough, it looked like the favorite was going to win. And everyone's going to win all this money. They showed a guy on TV make a $1 million bet on the favorite. Uh... And then this 80-to-1 shot wins. And whoever bet $1,000 on that 81 shot is a very, 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 very happy person. The owner was in shock. And it just shows you, folks, don't ever count anyone out. Don't count anything out because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, who the heck thought that Joe Sibelia was going to be the producer of the Joe Piscopo show? Hmm, I right? certainly didn't. Right. So here live from New York City at 6.57 p.m., I'm going home to write my summation. I'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Seating program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.